Today's episode is sponsored by Adam and Eve. You know, I read so many stories about cheating partners and unhappy marriages. Maybe people wouldn't be in such unhappy relationships if they spent more time nurturing their love life. That's why you should check out today's sponsor, Adam and Eve. They've got toys for men, toys for women, and toys for... How should I put this? Well, it's not exactly r slash am I the butthole. More like r slash I'm in the butthole. And yeah, I realize that ordering adult toys can be a little scary because you may be concerned about privacy. Don't worry, Adam and Eve offers discreet and free shipping for your package. Trust me, these people are experts in your package. You can get 50% off on just about any item, along with free shipping and rush processing. Just go to adamandeve.com and select any one item. It could be an adventurous new toy or anything you desire. Then enter code R slash at checkout. That's R slash R S L A S H at adamandeve.com. This is an exclusive offer specific to this podcast, so be sure to use code R slash to get your discount, plus 100% free shipping, and get it fast with rush processing. Use code R slash. Welcome to R slash Entitled Parents, where a woman expects OP to just give up her baby. Our next Reddit post is from a shamed leg. For background, I'm a 27-year-old woman, and I live in Italy with Marco, my 37-year-old Italian fiancé, as well as our 5-month-old daughter, Willow. I moved to Italy after graduating medical school where I met Marco, and now I'm a resident in one of the hospitals. My father is a terrible dad. He left my mom and me, and he's been very inconsistent. He married Tammy when I was young, and she has never liked me, and she's also never been able to have kids. So, when I gave birth, my mom's side of the family came over to visit, meet Willow, and look after both of us. I got no support from Dad or Tammy. But two weeks ago, my dad and Tammy just turn up unannounced claiming to be in the area on holiday and they wanted to meet Willow. Willow was getting a bit hungry, so I grabbed a cover and let her latch onto me. Tammy said that the breastfeeding would have to stop soon. I was confused and asked her why, and she said that it couldn't be kept up when Willow was with them. Now I'm even more confused, and I ask her, what are you talking about? Tammy shows me photos of a baby room and says that we should split custody of Willow and not to worry because she has everything set up already. I just stare at her, but she continues. She claims that the age gap between myself and Marco is unhealthy for a child to grow up with, saying that it was obvious I needed help and she was happy to help, and mostly saying that I was obviously more interested in working than staying home with my baby, so I should just let her have Willow. (laughs) But that obviously she wasn't able to breastfeed, so I would have to stop breastfeeding now. I told her, you can't be serious to think that I'm giving you my baby, and she tells me to calm down. She says, I'm not asking for full custody, but I could provide a much calmer and stabler home, and you could always visit. After all, it's what I deserve. Marco pushed everyone out and made sure that Willow and I were alright. Since then, I have been really weirded out, and I've been getting texts from my father saying that I need to let Tammy prove herself as a good caregiver, and Tammy has been sending loads of photos of the nursery she's made. And just to be super clear, I live in Italy, but Tammy lives in England. They literally flew from England to Italy to get my baby. Man, trying to take some... (laughs) 
trying to take someone's baby while that baby is literally physically latched onto a mother is crazy enough as it is. But to have the audacity to say that the baby would be better off with them when OP's dad literally abandoned OP when OP was a kid. Like, what? He already had a chance to prove that he could be a good father, and he failed miserably, so why should he get a second chance? Our next Reddit post is from Throwaway. I'm a 24-year-old man, and I wasn't even going to make a post about this, but my brother, Turk, who's 25, made four posts about it, so I thought that I'd share my side of the story. For context, my fiance Maria is 24, and my ex is Jen. A little over five years ago, my brother started dating Maria, my now fiance. Three months after they started dating, they set me up with her now ex-best friend, Jen. The four of us did a lot together since the girls were best friends. Turk and Maria dated for a year, and Jen and I dated for nine months. At the end of our relationship, I came home early and found Turk and Jen passionately hugging in my bed. After I processed the situation, I called Maria because I wanted to know if I could stay at her place. She came over and we confronted Turk and Jen. The two of them dumped the two of us, and I found out two days later they started dating each other. It broke me. I came home to find my brother passionately hugging my girlfriend, only for him to then run off with her. I had to move back in with my parents. It was infuriating because my parents kept talking about how happy Turk and Jen were. Throughout the next couple of months, Maria and I started talking. We were two people in similar, awful situations, and we found some comfort in each other. Four months after we got dumped, Maria and I officially started dating. Six months after we got dumped, Turk found out that Jin was cheating on him and she left for the other guy. Maria would get the occasional message from Turk trying to reconnect, but she ignored him. Anyway, Maria and I are engaged in getting married in September. My parents were invited until my mom called me and threatened to not come if I didn't invite Turk. I told her not to bother coming regardless. In my mother's eyes, Turk can do no wrong. When he screwed and started dating my ex, I told my parents everything he did, and my mom tried defending him. My relationship with my parents isn't the greatest, but it was somewhat decent. After I uninvited my parents, Turk blew up my phone trying to get a hold of me. This is the first time he's even tried reaching out to me in four years. Okay, so OP provides the link to his brother's post, and uh, <laughs> the guy deleted the post, but the title of the post is... Am I wrong for accidentally getting my parents uninvited for my brother's wedding? Dude, you accidentally went balls deep into your brother's girlfriend? Okay, we're definitely getting a sense of what Turk is really like here, because the fact that he considers that an accident shows that he takes no responsibility for any of his mistakes. Opie, you made the right call cutting off your brother and the rest of your family. Our next Reddit post is from Call Me Desdenova. Years ago, my dad met Harold through mutual friends, and they hit it off. I was 18 and in college when I met him, and we never had a close relationship. However, he always seemed to think of himself as a family friend, and was extremely infantilizing and condescending towards me. Every time I saw him, I tried to tell myself that it wasn't that bad, only for him to prove me wrong less than a minute later. Harold would disrespect my boundaries, saying things like, You're not 19, you're a baby. While I was talking to other people and patronize me, my education, or my hobbies whenever he had the chance, he always noticed that he annoyed me, to which he would playfully ask if I hated him. I always said no, but only for my father's sake. 
The final straw came the day that Harold interrupted a barbecue to say, I really like you, even though you're an impolite brat. I was 20 years old. I'd been quiet all day, working on a paper during the barbecue, but I replied patiently and politely whenever anyone addressed me. And even if that hadn't been the case, I knew that he didn't have the right to talk to me like that. After that, I started making an effort to avoid any events that I knew he'd be attending. Yesterday was my father's girlfriend's birthday. They threw a small lunch party at my dad's apartment. I went there with my fiancé and our six-month-old son. Harold was there. I hadn't seen him in months, but he still talked to me as if I was a dumb child. Never mind that I'm engaged, a mother, and 26. I spent the whole party ignoring his helpful advice about me being too young to get married or be a mom. It helped that most of the other guests seemed to disagree with him. My baby spent most of the afternoon sleeping in the bassinet in my old room. My baby woke up hungry, so I went to breastfeed him and excused myself from the party for a while. I returned to jokes and comments, all from Harold, about how I was probably struggling if my son managed to leech me away for so long. He went on to interrupt a conversation I was having with another of my dad's friends to question pretty much everything about my parenting, and to make more comments about my age. I couldn't take it anymore after he asked if I thought about giving my baby up for adoption? Yo, what? I got my son and told my fiancé we were leaving. We said goodbye to everyone except Harold. When we got to the door, Harold came to ask me if we were leaving. I tried to make an excuse, but he kept trying to make us stay. After a small back and forth, he jokingly asked if I hated him. And this time I said, yes, I do. Can we go now? He didn't say anything and we left. On the way home, my fiancé said that he was proud of me. My father called me this morning to say the opposite and we had a small fight, but ultimately he decided to drop the subject. I'm sure this isn't over, but if it keeps going, it won't be because of me. Man, I don't even know what this guy's talking about. Too young to be a mom at 26? Isn't that actually the literally the average age? Average age of mom at birth. In 2011, the average mom was 25 and a half at the birth of her first child. So yeah, OP is literally perfectly average here. Oh, my mistake. In 2021, the average age is 27. So OP is just one year younger. Still, this guy's just idiotic. Also, OP posted a pretty long update, which I'm not going to read. The gist of it is that OP told her dad about the adoption comment, but weirdly, OP's father is kind of siding with Harold, and OP decides to just cut Harold out of her life, and she's even considering cutting her father out of her life, which is fair, to be honest. It's really weird to me that he would defend his friend like that. According to Harold, this guy's daughter is unfit to be a mother, and he decides to keep being friends with him? Why? Today's episode is sponsored by Liquid IV. I work out every week, so it's important to stay hydrated. Plus, on top of working out, I've got a three-year-old whose favorite after-meal activity is to run laps, like the little psychopath that she is. Clearly, I need all the hydration I can get. That's why I like to use Liquid IV for my workouts and just for my daily drinking. Liquid IV hydrates you with benefits like electrolytes, essential vitamins, and clinically tested nutrients. With three times the electrolytes of leading sports drinks, plus eight vitamins and nutrients in a single stick, it's clear why Liquid IV is the number one powdered hydration brand in America. And I mean, yeah, vitamins and electrolytes are nice and all, but what about taste? They've got white peach, green grape, raspberry melon, and my favorite, lemon lime. Tastes great to me. 
Turn your ordinary water into extraordinary hydration with Liquid IV. Get 20% off your first order of Liquid IV when you go to liquidiv.com and use code R slash at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code R slash at liquidiv.com. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Our next Reddit post is from Annual Zucchini. It's so unreal to me that a person has this much audacity, but apparently my sister does. I'm a 28-year-old woman, and I met my soon-to-be wife, Noah, who's 35, when she moved to my country for work. She was freshly divorced, but she has a little girl, Lena, who's 5. Lena is the sweetest, and it's been wonderful getting to know her. Noah divorced her husband after realizing she was gay, and her husband ran for the hills stating that he didn't want anything to do with her or Lena in case she passed it on, whatever the F that means. I proposed to Noah 10 months ago because I knew that she'd be too nervous to. It wasn't extravagant, I just asked her over dinner with Lena's blessing. We've agreed that we want to keep it simple and intimate for the wedding. Her first wedding was big, and she hated it. So our wedding is just going to be family and close friends. My parents have offered to give us money to help towards it, even though we've reassured them that it's not going to be a big affair. But they wanted Lena to get a pretty flower girl dress, and they wanted to pay for my dress and whatever Noah wanted to wear. Probably a suit. Enter my entitled younger sister, Kate, who's 25, who acts like she and her boyfriend are engaged, but he's actually too scared to ask her. She's the golden child, spoiled, and gets whatever she wants. She's made some remarks about Noah already having a child and being a divorcee, but I told her to lose the ignorance. Just because Kate decided to stay in our small hometown and not expand her personality doesn't mean she can say stuff like that. Over dinner last night, Kate started whining about how I didn't need any money and she didn't know why we were bothering with a wedding when Noah already had one before. She was angry that Noah suddenly decided that she's gay and she wants to have another go at marriage with a woman. This is something that Noah is insecure about, so I got protective of her. Kate went on to say that she could just reuse her old wedding dress and started cackling. Kate's boyfriend looked embarrassed and my parents told her to be quiet, but no one said anything else. My parents have come to me and said that it made sense to them if they gave more money to my sister's wedding fund because this was going to be her first and only wedding, but she's not even engaged yet. And they're totally ignoring the fact that I've never been married. I told them to keep their money because it's not welcome if they were going to shame my wife and stepdaughter. We're perfectly able to fund it on our own. Yeah, OP, good call. I think your wedding would be better off without your parents' money and without your parents entirely. Our next Reddit post is from Neji No. Our car was stolen in June and then returned to us at the end of July. Our car is being worked on, and my husband has had to tell our neighbor's mother, who visits, that she can no longer park in our parking spots. Everything was well and good, until today when I was coming home from some errands. This lady is on our stoop asking for my husband, and if there's a way that he can extend her parking allowance in our spot. She explains that she's moving into the townhouse next to us to help care for her grandkids, and she sees that our car is a lost cause. 
She said that us losing our car was great so that now she can park closer to the townhouse and not have to park on the street. I told her our car is going to be ready in October, so you have until then to make arrangements. This woman, who I'm assuming has no sense of reality, said that the chances of our car ever working is nil and that we should just give her our parking spot. Our townhouses have assigned parking and the guest spots are adjacent. I told her that she has to wait until my husband comes home and talks to him. She literally said that she won't talk to him and she'll just take our spot whenever she wants, regardless of whether we get our car working or not. I know it sounds petty, but I'm considering calling a tow truck the next time she parks there. And then OP posted an update. The neighbor, who's the son of this entitled woman, has gotten involved and sided with us on this matter. He told his mother to park in the guest parking spots or not come at all. Also, she was lying to me when she said that she was going to move in. My neighbor basically gave me his blessing to call a tow truck if she does it again. Yeah, OP, that seems like the logical solution. Clearly, this entitled Karen is beyond reasoning, so just tow her until she learns her lesson. I'm a 40-year-old male, and my partner is a 36-year-old male. We were forced to take in my mother and her sister after they were kicked out of their last home. They continually change our decor, rearrange things, and toss out what they don't like. Some of our pictures have disappeared. Half of our kitchen knives were tossed out because you have too many. They tossed out some very expensive sushi knives. My aunt likes to garden, or at least what she calls it. Basically, she cuts everything down to the base so that it can regrow and be healthier. I told her to never again touch my plants, how this isn't their home and their guests. My partner came into the bedroom in tears because they cut down our new magnolia tree. Sure enough, our tree was cut off at the base and shoved in the trash. They denied doing it until I threatened to immediately kick them out. My aunt tried to say that it was a weed, even though it was six feet tall, flowering, surrounded by rocks, and had an orchard tag. Then she tried to say that she knew what it was, but she didn't like where we planted it. I told her that she was paying for a new one, and the next time she destroys something else, they both get tossed out. So now my mom is sulking and my aunt is pissed that she had to shell out 120 bucks for our new tree. I'm currently on the way home. My partner is driving and I'm holding our new black tulip magnolia tree. That was our slash entitled parents. And if you like this content, be sure to follow my podcast because I put out new Reddit podcast episodes every single day. With everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in business into your busy day. Your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, provides you with the personal support you need to succeed. Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu.